following is a presentation of the Michigan Sports Network. Tuesdays on the Huge Show across Michigan are brought to you by the Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort in Mount Pleasant, Michigan. Book your getaway today at SoaringEagleCasino.com and also download the Eagle Access app. And they now have live sports wagering inside the Ascend Sportsbook and nightclub inside Soaring Eagle in Mount Pleasant. And if you want to get an update and buy tickets to all the great indoor shows, find out about the promotions and the giveaways, go to Soaring Eagle Casino. Casino.com and download that Eagle Access app. Tuesdays on the Huge Radio Network are presented by the incredible Soren Eagle Casino and Resort in Mount Pleasant, Michigan. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we have two hours in the books on the Huge Show across Michigan. Eric Zane filling in. For Bill Simonson, who is just, I understand, running a clinic, or ran a clinic on the Pro-Am, and uh, everyone, no one wanted to play because he was so good. It was like uh, pro-pro for his team. Bill was that good on the links today, and then he'll be broadcasting Wednesday, Thursday, Friday from Blythefield? Correct. For the uh, LPGA Meyer LPGA. Meyer LPGA. I, I, I keep wanting to say just LPGA. You can do whatever you want. No, I can't. No. I knew I'd mess that up. Yep. Well, anyway, thank you to Brett for uh, uh, being so uh, perfect and making this a wonderful experience doing the huge show all across Michigan. Have I referred to you as perfect? No. Does Bill ever say you're perfect? No. Uh, you see, that's why it's fantastic. <laughs> thank you. Uh, have a, I just found out about this. And this is perfect. Uh, and I'm, I keep saying perfect. I don't. I sound like Trump. JohnnyAgar.com is the website. J O H N N Y Agar A G A R dot com. Uh, that is the website that you go to to get the book, The Impossible Mile. And I was telling you in the last segment about when I first saw Johnny and his dad, and Johnny was finishing the 5K Mitchell's Run in Rockford, Michigan, and. Well, just so much has happened since then, and I, I hear through the grapevine that uh, they're going to be on, Johnny and Jeff are going to be on CBS this morning, coming up on Friday morning. Let's welcome in Johnny and Jeff. Hello, gentlemen. Hello. Hello, Dan. How are you? I'm always delighted to hear your voice, Johnny. Thank you. Thank you for being here. It's great to be here. Great to be here. Thank you. Yes, and uh, and 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 the word is CBS this morning. What what's going on? Did they reach out and they said they just wanted to talk to an awesome family? Well, I don't know about that. It was a little Father's Day special going on, and uh, kind of a follow up to the story they did on us a few months ago. They're just gonna they want to kind of keep pace of or keep track of what we're up to and some of the triathlons and marathons and stuff we have going on and so they've uh, been big supporters uh not as big as you but uh, big supporters of us and um so they're gonna just do a little feature on us and see what we've been up to lately well can you give us a preview what have you guys been up to well we're uh planning ahead for uh we're gonna do the half iron man in michigan in september wow and then we're gonna do something that is uh appropriately named the dopey challenge in uh, January, which is at, down at Disney World, you do a 5K, then a 10K, then a half iron, a half marathon, and then a uh, a marathon after that. Wow, that's 
next year's racing. But Johnny has something exciting he's working on right now. So I, I am actually a race director right now. Uh, I am planning the Johnny's Run, it's called. Uh, we are doing it at St. Patrick's Parish in Parnell. Uh, that is actually the first race I walked. So now I'm directing this kind of well, full circle moment for me in, in the community. It's wonderful, babe. What, really what, and when do you? When is that one going to happen in Parnell, Johnny? So the race is uh, June twenty third at seven p.m. Um, it's a Friday night. Friday. Yeah, Friday night, June twenty third, seven p.m. Yeah, coming up on us. Yeah, coming up fast, and you can sign up at uh, Run Sign Up dot com or go to uh Johnny's Run. Yeah. Or yeah. if you Google Johnny's Run, you'll find it. You guys uh teaming up with a charity? Uh, this, yeah, this this run actually raises money so that uh kids can go to um to uh, the school out there in Parnell of St. Patrick's Parish and they can uh, they give out scholarships to uh, people who can't afford to go to a, go to the school. Okay, now for those who don't know, what started as just, Johnny, you wanted to complete a 5K, correct? Has led to all of these amazing things um, through a lot of hard work. Is that, how, I mean, you didn't have a vision, did you? Or did it just kind of happen? Well, well, I I started racing in my walker, or the last mile in my walker, because I, I saw how much dad was... Uh, pushing me, you know, straining himself to get me uh, through the line, and and I really wanted to give him some way to thank him, you know, because I I tell him thank you all the time, but you know, he can say, okay, you're telling me this, but you actually mean it, and so right, uh, that, 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 that's what I would think anyway. So. Uh, I kind of came up with this idea to to walk in races and, and put my thank yous into action. I like to say, Dad, uh, Jeff, when when this first developed, when when Johnny first broke the news to you that this is what he wanted to do, um, did you? I mean, that's that's pretty difficult to you know, process that. All of a sudden, Johnny wants to get in on the action. Uh, how did you? How did you approach that? Did you just say, all right, let's try it? Or were you nervous? I mean, take take me through what you had to feel as a father. Yeah, so when Johnny had uh, only walked 23 steps in his therapy school at that point in life, and so then he decided he wanted to walk a mile. So I kind of quickly thought, well, how many steps are in a mile? It's like five or 6,000. And fortunately, over the course of a long period of time, you know, my wife's been a, a huge proponent in helping to to push Johnny and make him believe that you know anything is anything is possible in life, and so uh, she was very encouraging. And then, fortunately, out of my mouth, I didn't say, "Well, that's not going to happen," like I typically would. So I said, "Yeah, well, start figuring out what it's going to take to do that because that's a lot of steps." And you know, so then you started working on how do you train more, how do you start developing uh, approaches to do longer distances, and all the training and and all the support you need for it. So things started coming together to help him to achieve that goal. But I got to give my wife a lot of Becky, a lot of credit. Yeah. He was behind saying, uh, you know, you, you never say no. And, and that's what's kind of gotten us into all the different triathlons and, and like the Ironman world championship we tried back in 2016, where 
Um, most of the time you'd say that's just absolutely stupid and crazy to give it a try given our limited ability. Right. Um, Donnie's uh, pushed his whole life. We've always been behind him to say, you know what, give things a try. Don't never say no. And then you got to believe in yourself. Um, and that's where it's kind of evolved from. But uh, it, it was not a slam dunk that he was going to spit a walk. Okay. It would be like you or I just give her up idea. If we'd walk to the mailbox for the first time ever in life, and um, a typical thing might be to say, well, I'm going to walk down the street now and then a little bit further and a little further. Johnny decided at that point he was going to walk a marathon, do a marathon. From uh, So to put it in perspective for wow. you and I. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, if you think yeah. think about it, the whole idea of, uh, yes, honey, and, and let's figure out how to do it, like you said to Becky, I mean that is some. I mean uh, that's you got. You can carry that over to the rest of your life when uh, when Becky has an idea about something. Let's redo the kitchen, and she she's going to expect you to say, "Yeah, let's figure out how to do it." Well, you know, interesting enough. So when, uh, when we didn't make the first time in in Kona, um, she said, "You know, don't worry. Something good is going to come of this." And with my genius mentality, I said, "Nothing good is going to come of this." I'm so angry. Uh, but the reality is. Following on to that, Johnny has, because we didn't make it, we kept working, trying to do more drives at more races, trying to get back to Kona again. And Johnny subsequently, because of that, has been in a commercial with Michael Phelps, the, you know, the, the biggest uh, yeah. Olympian of all. He's been in a commercial with The Rock, pretty big actor, probably the biggest on the planet. Oh, yeah. And we've done all kinds of crazy things that were a result of that initial failure that now, has, when you look back at it, my wife was right, and we've had what we would now say a bunch of successful failures from, oh, from yeah. what we did. And, and, and because of that, touched so many lives for a lot of people that might be dealt a similar hand to Johnny, who, you know, they people look up to Johnny um, when 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 uh, they they think oh I, I I can't do this I can't do this and they and they hear about Johnny Agar's exploits I can promise you that that's happened I'm guessing you hear from people all the time who you've inspired yeah. isn't that right Johnny? Well, I like to say that everyone has their own version of hard. So my hard name, their hard maybe you know not trying to walk or certain things, but they have their own challenges that they have to deal with, and so, you know, I, I try and, and help them along and say, if I can do it, you can do it too, and it, it just, it's really been my mission in life to help other people and encourage others by, you know, using what my parents have taught me, because I will always, always use what they have taught me until the day I die, so... Um, because I love them so much. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, like I, I've said before, and I know you don't like me to say it, but I call you the first family of, of awesome because of the terrific yeah. things that come out uh, when when you guys kind of stick together as a family. And that's, I, I, I think it's a wonderful thing to kind of live your life by, a, anyone who has a family, or, or maybe even not, just the positive outlook that you guys exude and uh, and not like rolling over when things kind of get difficult, which you know some people that's that's the way it goes, and you 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 hope that they can pick themselves up, but uh, you guys exemplify that, and it, it goes a lot, it goes a long way. Thanks, Eric. We love you. Thank you, Vin. Appreciate it very much. Okay, so we can check you out Saturday. Or I'm sorry, Friday between eight and eight thirty Eastern time on CBS this morning. Is that right? 
That is correct. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Hoping it's an interesting show. Oh, come on now. Now are they, it's always awesome. Now is this a live thing or are they taping it ahead of time? So they taped it ahead of time, and um, so they uh, we're not sure exactly what they're going to show, but they taped a lot of stuff. They came in a couple weeks ago into beautiful West Michigan. A uh, crew from uh, New York came in and um, filmed us for a couple of days, and they love this community. That I guess they're just astounded by the support that this or this community provides to us and to a lot of other people too. Um, they're just amazed when they come into town and how hospitable everybody is. It's just an amazing thing, and uh, I mean, this is a great community as. As you obviously know, you know, great sponsorship from people like Meyer and Amway have supported us along the way. And then people like yourself and Huge is a huge uh, supporter of Johnny as well. So um, it's a great community and, and they love coming here to film us. I think they like the community better than they like talking to me. So. Oh, come on now. Wait, did you guys take them to like the corner bar or anything? <laughs> uh, we did not do that. We had Becky, love Becky's home cooking. So they, oh, fantastic. Uh, that is that is great. Um, uh, all right. Have, has anybody ever approached you guys about doing a reality show? Um, it's interesting you say that, uh, we just met with somebody this week and it's, um, it's super confidential, Eric, so don't tell anybody, but <laughs> it's, you and your million listeners, there, there is an outside chance that something like that could evolve, but, uh, um, we'll just have to keep Johnny motivating people and, and maybe that'll inspire them. Right. That. Yeah, uh, that's fantastic. I, I could definitely see something like that, uh taking place if you're up for it i hear that those i mean making a show like that can be can be tough you know there's a lot there's a spotlight on you all the time and uh you know it just it sometimes it could be difficult as long as you guys i'm sure you do know that going here i am giving you advice about how to do a reality show oh my god it's embarrassing i've had a tough time with reality in real life let alone on, on uh, tape but uh we'll have you over to help out so. johnny oh i'm sorry go ahead now, Johnny, I know you're a massive Tigers fan, and uh, yesterday they got their first win in the month of June. They're... They won. Yeah, yeah, that was special. That was, well, I mean, what, what's your overall vibe on this team? So I, I love it a lot. I think, you know, you're going to have your ups and downs, you know, and that's one of the reasons why I love baseball is, you know, the same thing with my street ball is you can have your ups and downs. You just need to keep at it and keep, keep going and, and uh, you'll find your way. And I think they're, they're well on their way to finding their way. It just takes one, you know? The, you know, that, this is another reason why you're better than me because I've already put dirt on the grave, Johnny. <laughs> well, I'm more focused on drinking the Kool-Aid of the lion. <laughs> All right, boys, I appreciate you. And give, yeah, give my best uh, to Grace, Becky, and Annie, who's probably out, you know, hanging out with superstars in Hollywood or something. But, uh, and, and happy Father's Day to you, Eric. Yes, indeed. Thank you. And, Jeff, happy Father's Day to you early, okay? Okay. All right. Hey, guys, thank you so much. Love you very much. Love you, too. Okay, guys, see ya. There you go. The first family of awesome. You know, don't you just want to run through a wall, a yeah, brick wall? I mean, Johnny said, pick yourself up, dust yourself oh, off. And then he says something nice about the Tigers. I'm like, no, nah, they stink. Holy cow. Uh, awesome. If you want more information, you can just go uh, Team Agar, and it'll take you right to Johnny's page. 
Johnny wrote a book. He does public speaking, um, you know, a lot of uh, positive messages for people and things like that. And uh, so uh, just really, really cool. Always love to uh, get in touch with the Agars. Okay, in the very next segment, assistant GM for your Grand Rapids Gold here on the west side of the state is a dude by the name of Scott Schrader who was biting his nails watching the game last night as the Denver Nuggets win the world championship. And he's part of the fundamental beginnings of that basketball team. We'll talk to him coming up next in studio. It's the huge show across Michigan. From St. Joseph to Midland. This show is huge. In the den. Hey, sports fans, here's a hanging curveball that you can knock out of the ballpark. This is Matt Shepard, the voice of Detroit baseball, inviting you to step up to the plate at Eagle Casino and Sports, the mobile sports book where you can bet on all your favorites all year round, including, of course, our national pastime. So download the app and start winning today. The Eagle Casino and Sports, made in Michigan, made for Michigan. Must be 21 years or older and in Michigan to play. The Tigers are in the midst of their toughest stretch. Swept by the defending National League champion Phillies, then broomed by the NL Western Division leading Diamondbacks and now battling the leaders of the NL East, the Atlanta Braves. Each are really good in different ways, but the Braves are the gold standard of baseball. They have their stars locked up for years. Ronald Acuna is on board for three more seasons. Ozzie Albies is a Brave through 2027. Sean Murphy and Spencer Strider until 2028. Matt Olson through 2029 and Austin Riley and Michael Harris through 2032. That's seven core players inked to long-term contracts. All of them highly productive and the envy of all, just like the Braves. Huge here for the Michigan High School Athletic Association. You can stay up to date on the latest from Lansing 24-7 at MHSAA.com. At MHSAA on Twitter and MHSAA on Facebook. The latest news, press releases, and stories connected to every high school in the state of Michigan. Available for you 24-7 from the Michigan High School Athletic Association. Log on to MHSAA.com, at MHSAA on Twitter, and MHSAA on Facebook. And if you're looking for archive, boys and girls, high school sports, MHSAA.tv. That's MHSAA.tv. 24-7, everything you need to know about high school sports in Michigan. Log on to MHSAA.com. Disturbed, the Take Back Your Life Tour. Labor Day Monday, September 4th at Soaring Eagle. And same show, same night, Stain. Tickets start at $34 and on sale now at the Soaring Eagle box office or etix.com. Party hard, rock harder. Disturbed and Stained. Labor Day Monday, part of the Soaring Eagle Summer Outdoor Concert Series. Drive for a cause at Mini on the Mac on August 4th and 5th. Hundreds of Mini Cooper owners will come together to experience a unique trip across the world-famous Mackinac Bridge. Mini on the Mac also raises vital funds for biomedical research at Van Andel Institute in Grand Rapids. Not only will you have a great time, but you'll also be supporting a great cause. Register now at MiniOnTheMac.com to be a part of this one-of-a-kind event. That's MiniOnTheMac.com. Register today. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network.
right, we are back on the huge show all across Michigan. Eric Zane filling in for Bill Simonson, who at the Pro-Am, that's now concluded. And I guess some of the uh, long hitters on the uh, LPGA Tour, uh, they wanted Bill to uh, shoot some uh, driving range balls because he was crushing them. And uh, so I guess like some impromptu lessons were going on, Brett. Some of the ladies uh, were looking for some uh, pointers from Bill Simonson. And uh, boy, that's just incredible. Uh, Bill is looking forward to coming back with you tomorrow uh, on the huge show all across Michigan. But joining me right now in studio, the assistant GM of the Grand Rapids Gold, who are the G League affiliate for the Denver Nuggets. Scott Schrader, welcome to the show. Thank you. Okay, take me through it. You're watching that game last night. You're rooting and hoping the Denver Nuggets win the world championship. They're down going into the second half. Midway through the third, things start popping for the Nuggets. What did? How did you see it unfolding? Um, you know, I was just hoping for the best, truthfully. I, that's, uh, yeah, I mean, with Nikola, Jamal, Michael Porter finally starting to play like the way Michael Porter can play, like, you know, that's always possible in the in um, you know, I was just hoping for the best, basically, so we can, you know, celebrate. And, you know, a lot of my close people get to celebrate in Denver. So that was going to be cool. And hopefully. Sounds know, like I you're better that they're there and you're here. <laughs> That's what it sounds <laughs> I like. wouldn't say that, but looking outside <laughs> the gray skies today, I mean, maybe a little bit. There were people partying in the streets all night. I saw them tearing down various light fixtures and things. Uh, during that celebration, it was, it's probably still going on. It was incredible. I'm sure it is. I mean, last night I was texting like Calvin Booth. He texted me back at 425 AM. So I know they were partying all yeah, night yeah. last night. Steve Jabara. I mean, they were all going hard. So I'm, yep. you should for a finals and championship. Like that's a cool thing to do. Okay. So we've seen, uh, these players in Grand Rapids, uh, with Peyton Watson, um, Jack White and what is what's the other guy's name? Uh, Gillespie. They say Colin Gillespie. He was a two way. He never actually came up. He here. never came here. Okay. Vlako Chanchar. He played here last year. Jamal was on assignment. There. Right. We have some real connection up there. And so, with the G League team and the Denver Nuggets, it's like this is an instrumentally important portion of the basketball season, and that's your job to help build this team as the NBA season wears on. Um, take me through some of the dynamic with the NBA team with the uh, Grand Rapids School. Um, you know, this year it was real interesting. We've been here two years. Both years have been um, quite a bit different. The first year we didn't do a lot with the Nuggets. This year, you know, they drafted Peyton Watson in the first round, and our job was to do what we can to develop him into a player. And, you know, he was down here 30 games, and by the end of the year, you know, he had – he was all over Nugget social media the last few games because yep. he was crushing it up there. So our job is to whoever they send down, get them ready, and then you know our staff and everything send them up, and hopefully they get ready up there too, and they can we can all right. contribute. And and player development is is the point of the league. I mean, we like fans to go to the game and stuff like that, but ultimately, this is the league set up to help the NBA exactly. And Peyton, I remember in particular, he was on. I, I forgot the term that you guys use, but. He's supposed to play a certain number of minutes and no more. Right. So and that happens because, you know, you, for whatever reason, you have an, a, a, a big investment in a player like that. And in particular, we knew that he was something special because when he would get in the game, the team, the whole team would start playing better. OK. And then not that they were playing terribly when Peyton wasn't in there, but you could tell 
there was a real uh, uh, change in momentum because his skill level was so much higher than most other people on the court at the time. Yeah, no, he was like the youngest player in the NBA, um, first round pick this year. So, you know, just his energy, I think, was huge. But he was also our highest paid player. So, you know, the guys, they want to impress because everybody with the Nuggets are watching Peyton Watson play. So, you know, when Peyton's in, everyone else is getting a chance to get looked at and hopefully get where he is. So, Okay, so now what is your role on the team as the assistant GM? Can you take us through just because a lot of people, when they hear about a GM, it's like, oh, he's just uh, making moves, getting bringing players in, letting players go. I mean, is that is that it? or is there more nuance to it in the g league no i mean we wear every hat possible so that is part of it starting with uh you know trial players and running that and you know hopefully getting some good trial players and then uh the g league draft and then obviously acquiring players and releasing and doing all that is part of it but also you know making sure they're onboarded and um, you know, one of my jobs is making sure the apartments are set up. So making sure Peyton Watson's okay. got a place to go when he's here. You know, if Calvin Booth comes up, making sure they're all set and, you know, just making it as easy as possible for the Nuggets to come here. You know, when Jack is here, making sure they've got a ride everywhere and just kind of making sure whenever we have something from the Nuggets going on, um, they don't have to worry about anything. Uh, Scott Schrader is the assistant GM of the uh, Grand Rapids Gold and the Denver Nuggets winning the world championship. And, of course, the Gold, the G League team uh, for the Nuggets. And, uh, boy, it's it's remarkable. You think about uh, Steve Jabara, the, the owner of the Gold, uh, two and a half years ago. He had no no franchise affiliation. I mean, he, he got the rug pulled out from under him. And now here he is. Holding the NBA championship trophy yesterday in Denver, I mean, it, in a blink of an eye, from the uh, bottom of the heap to the top, just like that. It's a, it's an unbelievable story. Yeah, no. I mean, Steve, he's done a lot of things the right way, so it's cool to see him get rewarded. I think that's a little bit karma that, you know, he's invested in, you know, the G League, and he's done all of that, and now, you know, he's, he's on top. So that's really cool to see. Okay, take me through, okay, so a guy like you, young guy, assistant gm for a basketball team has this always been a dream of yours to be running a basketball team did you did you try to get into this line of work um yeah to an extent i mean basically i'm it's better than a real job is what i tell everybody okay. so uh yeah. you know i went to school for sports management i wanted to be a football player that didn't work out and uh I grew up in north dakota so minor league sports is all we had there obviously so that was kind of my in i got in with a actually ticket sales with the Dakota Wizards and Mm -hmm. the CBA at the time and um, just kind of bounced around. I've been a video coordinator, assistant GM, uh, assistant coach, a little bit of everything in the G League or D League at the time, actually. So um, basically, I don't know. GM is, you know, there was only 30 NBA GMs, so that's a a high, that's hard to do. But um, just stay in basketball and, you know, keep doing what I, I love to do. Uh, you talk about the G League draft. You talk about, we've talked about, uh, or I've heard talk about uh, players trying out for a team. That does happen. Hey, we have an open tryout. People walk in off the street, try to actually earn a spot on the team. How how often does that actually take place? Um, I mean, we do it every year. We have two tryouts this year. I think we're going to have one in Grand Rapids, one in Denver. Um, but, you know, when I was with uh, Reno Bighorns, we had David Nawaba come in and he paid $150 to try out for us. And we brought him in. And, you know, two years later, he was in the NBA. But like that was, 
it's it's hard to do, obviously, but he wasn't getting any looks. He came in. He actually tried out and made the NBA. This year we had, or last year we had Marcus Burke, Manny Camper. They came in. They came to a tryout in Denver. Um, about 120 guys, and those two stood out, and they made our opening day roster, and they were starting by the end of the year. And, you know, it's, a, it's pretty hard to do, but it's pretty possible in the G League, actually. Okay, now, when we work off the court, we're trying to, like, build, take the momentum from the team and build it into the into the stadium uh, structure, people having fun, doing their things. Uh, how does Grand Rapids compare to, because you said you, you were with the uh, Clippers organization and uh, and you've been around the G League. Uh, how, how, how do we rate and, like, how we do it? Because you can compare. I, I mean, I think it's, truthfully, I think it's the best as far as fan support is concerned. I've been in D.C., I've been with Sacramento, I've been with uh, L.A. and Sioux Falls, so... Um, I've been with four different G League teams, and obviously you do a great job of... Thanks, man. You know, I love when they smash each other out there, and I know you like oh, that, too. Knocker but, ball. Oh, God. It's my, like my favorite thing in the world. <laughs> and then they do the replay of it. I, I could just Beautiful. watch videos of knocker ball. <laughs> oh, my gosh. It's absolutely awesome. Uh, all right. So uh, when it comes to the uh, basketball team, after you guys win the NBA championship, the Denver Nuggets, and... Um, now with the G League team, do you get a chance to like visit the team? You get the chance to see the trophy, visit with the team, and things like that. Well, um, hopefully, I mean the next up is the NBA draft, and you know that's uh, we have the thirty seventh and fortieth overall pick. So those guys um, will probably be in Grand Rapids next year. So I'm in planning to be involved and then go to summer league and do all of that. And you know most of our team comes from summer league and those second round picks. So this next month and a half is pretty valuable for the great, great. Right. Scott Schrader, assistant GM from the gold. Do you have an off season? Cause a lot of people think, you know, the season's over. What do you do? But there's, there's work going on all the time. Yeah. Um, basically after summer league until the beginning of September. So we get about a month where there's not really anything that I can do other than, you know, plan for next year. So obviously right now with the nuggets in the playoffs and stuff, we, the Nuggets weren't really too focused on the gold, obviously, while they were in the finals. So we were able to get a lot of work done there that, you know, was fine. And now we're uh, pretty much ready at the end of September or beginning of September to go again. Now, one of the things people uh, lose sight of uh, when the NBA players, when the season's done, they have a certain amount of time till in the fall, they're getting back at it. G League players, a lot of the time, may play more games than an NBA player in a year. Because different leagues, they got to eat. These players aren't making millions of dollars. Is that something that you encourage players to do, play in all sorts of different spots all throughout the year? Definitely. I mean, Manny Camper's down in Puerto Rico right now playing. Um, Grant Golden this week is in Portland for an NBA minicamp. So, uh, you know, all of our guys, whatever they can do to hopefully further them, themselves, either developmentally or, you know, get an NBA job. So, uh the busier they stay, the better it's going to be for them and, you know, if they come back for us. Awesome. I love that. Um, okay, so with the upcoming season, you uh, when when is that tryout that you guys were talking about? Um, I don't know that we've said it yet. Usually at the end of September, but, um, you know, we'll have one in Grand Rapids, one in Denver, and hopefully we get quite a few guys out. Excellent. And if folks want to get in on t- uh, season ticket packages, you can just check out the Grand Rapids Gold. And I'm telling you, you are going to love the atmosphere, the fun that we have there. It's absolutely awesome. Scott Schrader. 
the assistant GM of the Grand Rapids Gold. I appreciate you coming out here and congrats on the title for the Nuggets. I guess you you know that's kind of something to congratulate you about because you got a hand with the team and, and helping build them through the support role with these uh, with these young players. So congrats to you and thanks a lot. Yes, sir. Thank you. There you go. That is Scott Schrader from your Grand Rapids Gold. We will be back one more second segment remaining coming up here on the Huge Show all across Michigan. Everything huge, 24-7 at thehugeshow.net. He hasn't made a putt all day, but if he makes this one, we're all cracking a Labatt. Hold it, did you say if your buddy makes this putt, we're all cracking a Labatt? How about a Labatt blue light? Uh, yeah. Hey, buddy, you can do it! It's a left-to-right break, just outside the cup, a touchdown hill. Appreciate the support! You guys mind if I put now? Oh, yeah, sure, sure, sure. Best putt ever. Because making the big shot is better with a big crowd. Labatt takes everything to the power of we. Always enjoy responsibly. Beer 2023 Labatt USA, Buffalo, New York. All rights reserved. Labatt regulations, U.S. trademark of Labatt Brewing Company Limited. Hey, buddy! Where's my Labatt blue light? He made the putt for crying out loud. I want my Labatt blue light. Hey, Meyer. Take me out to the ball game. Take me out with the crowd. Let's root for the home team. This week, shop Meyer for 30% off Tigers apparel. Exclusions apply. Meyer, your proud hometown partner of the Detroit Tigers. Now that's a winning team. Boys, one, two, three, start your out at the old Make sure you listen weekly to our Moving Ferris Forward interviews with Ferris President Bill Pink and other leaders who are moving Ferris forward. Find out more about Big Rapids and Ferris and what they have to offer at ferris.edu. We played for the thrill. That rush you feel with the game on the line. I'm Herman Moore, Lions All-Pro Wide Receiver. Now, with Eagle Casino and Sports, the new sportsbook app from Soren Eagle, anywhere I'm at, I'm still in the game. Sign up now and get up to $1,000. That's right, up to $1,000 for a risk-free bet on your next favorite underdog parlay or prop. Eagle Casino and Sports. Made in Michigan, made for Michigan. Must be 21 or older in Michigan to play. Bill Simonson here for Roast Umber Coffee. It's a farm direct coffee sourced from Central American farmers and roasted in Grand Rapids. And their nitro cold brew coffee is a convenient and healthy option with no sugar or additives. So if you want a great coffee or energy drink to power you through your morning and your day, it's available in ground or whole bean or in cans. More information on the website and direct delivery to your door at roastumber.com. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. All right, ladies and gentlemen, a little bit of a different show here on The Huge Show all across Michigan. I know you're used to professionalism at its finest with uh, the legendary Bill Simonson. Has he th- flashed any numbers at you lately, Brett? Uh, like uh, how many shows he's done? Doesn't he, like years broadcasting? 
Doesn't he have like a... I think he's coming up on 33 or 32 years. Of broadcast. Of broadcasting, yeah. Ah, that's that's old. <laughs> Unless he started broadcasting when he was like four or five, but I don't think so. Yeah, he's only 35 years okay. old. Okay. Yeah, you know, he used to be a... Uh, a DJ oh, yeah. at Electric Avenue? Yep. He's told you many times. I've heard plenty of stories. Oh, yeah. And they'd, like, bring uh, drinks to him, and they'd, they'd line them all up in front of him, and he'd like, yeah, well, I don't need your drinks. I, I'm high on life. And just, you know, he, he, yeah, I don't want your drinks. He's just playing, like, uh, amazing music. People are grinding on the dance floor. And, uh, yeah, so that's that's cool. I think he still does it on Saturday nights at Rumors. Yes, yep. The uh, Disco Swing Dance Party at 10 p.m. Mm-hmm. Uh, thong check at 9. <laughs> Show Billy your thong. You get half off. So that is uh, that is cool. I'm so glad that he still does that. It keeps his hand in the game. Uh, my name is Eric Zane, the host of America's Worst Podcast, the Eric Zane Show Podcast, where remarkably, I somehow have developed some type of acumen to uh, like yell at clouds for two straight hours <laughs> and scream into the ether alone by myself in a uh, makeshift studio. I call it, it's, it's studio, but it, it's not. It's a computer, a microphone, and a webcam. Don't you call it the fear bunker? I do. Yeah. The fear bunker studio. I, that, <laughs> I came up with that uh, when COVID hit. Uh, that was my fear bunker studio. Makes sense. You know? Uh, everybody was scared then. And so I'm there with, like, dogs doing my show. And, I, frankly, I, I love coming to the radio station. And part of the reason is because I can talk to a human. <laughs> because, I mean, I, you, I'm, like, institutionalized. I'm sitting in there. I'd have better conversations in a morgue. <laughs> it's bad. So to be able to come into the radio station, I talked with uh, the lovely and talented uh, Emma uh, Olson over at Wood Radio. And then I had a conversation with James the Game Gemmel. Oh, he's here? He wasn't. He's not here, but I have talked to James. Now, I've known James for a while. I knew him over across the street at Cumulus, Mm -hmm. and that was when he first started showing me karate moves. (laughs) Because this guy's a black belt in some type of martial arts. And this is a true story, I swear to God. I was eating a potato at Cumulus. A baked a potato. Potato? Yeah. A Some p- call it a potato. Nah. Uh, but I'm eating it, and he walked by my office, and then he passed, and then he comes back into my line of sight. He goes, hey, I see you have a knife. And I'm like, what? He goes, I'm going to show you how to disarm someone. I go, wait, what? <laughs> he goes, get up. And so I get up, and he goes, make a move. <laughs> and I'm like, what are you, James? What? And uh, so I kind of like just put my hand forward very slowly and he grabbed it and like twisted it and it was all jacked and it was painful. And I go, wow, you definitely showed me how to do karate moves. That's fantastic. And then I didn't see him for years. Okay. I come walking in here. I see Emma and there's James the game. He got a gig uh, doing news on Wood Radio. Yep. And you're never going to guess what he did. He taught me another karate move. The guy is faster than Grease Lightning. <laughs> I'm telling you, this dude is legendary. Don't let, I mean, because you think that he like just sits around eating chicken all day, but he doesn't. The dude is so fast. 
He's a, he's a living, breathing, he's a lethal weapon, James the Game. It's too bad he's not here. That's who Anthony was filling in for. Or, uh, yeah, Anthony Clark. He was yeah. filling in for him. We so. were trying to get James on for an hour, but... To talk Tiger. Yeah, he's busy. Well, if he... Um, <laughs> if he, Well... Or it, saw that you were going to be hosting. Well, I'll tell you what. If he was in here, we'd do a lot more than talk Tigers. We'd probably talk karate. I never realized, because I used to listen to you over there, and I never realized he was the guy you were talking about. Uh-huh. <laughs> All the karate moves. Oh, yeah. That's awesome. So, I we got to shoot some video. Next time we Ooh. come in here, talking karate with James the Game. I love it. So he's got he's a great Tiger's mind and a terrific karate mind too and and can do does a great job reading the news too. Yep. Love that. Um, all right, let's go over Brett. We did a lot of things today on the show, and I want to kind of go over them with you. And perhaps in this uh, short amount of time that we have, because we got a handful of minutes, go over some of the things we've done. Okay. First of all, we took a couple callers. That one guy called and just hung up on me. Uh-huh. And we took some. We had some fun texts. Any more texts come in? No. They dried up. Oh. You can text HUGE to 21,000 if you want to enter the HUGE text chain. People have uh, turned into keyboard warriors, and they fire off something mean about your old pal Eric Zane. Yeah, one just came in. Unbelievable, Superfly. This Zane's more boring than just listening to air shows. There you go. Junk. There you go. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, there we go. That's exactly what I'm talking about. We need more of that. Whoever you are, I applaud you. (laughs) That's Come on, guys, fan- we got three minutes. That is fantastic. Um, we talked about how great of a job Anthony Bellino did. Bill rules at the Pro-Am. Uh, my idea for my own women's golf tour. Mm-hmm. We talked about that. Uh, Anthony Clark came in here and broke down the NBA Finals. He correctly predicted five games for the Denver Nuggets. That was awesome. Uh, in addition... We uh, we talked to the Agars. We had uh, Trump on sports, which was a big hit segment. I don't know if that's true. I just said that because I liked it. It's already gone viral. Okay. Yeah. Trump on sports. So Trump just got in. He went to Miami. He was in Miami, turned himself in, fingerprint. He's in the motorcade. He calls your old pal Eric Zane. That is good. Fantastic. Uh, Agars. Talked about that. Scott Trader from the Denver Nuggets. Ferris State goes to the White House. Mm-hmm. Now, I understand there was a bunch of other teams with them when they went. It, was, it wasn't just Ferris going there. And I don't even think Biden was there. I think they just went to the White House. I'm not sure. Uh, we talked about the uh, smoking the cigar in the locker room, how much BS that was. And, well, then there's this. According to the Daily Beast... Retired nurse Bella Montoya passed away. You hear about this from time to time, Brett. People passing away? Well, no, not not so much that, but what I'm about to tell you. She was declared dead Friday at an Ecuadorian hospital. She, um, at the wake, two days later, the people are at the ceremony and they start to hear rustling and then, I am not making this up. They heard knocking. No. Bella, not dead, Brett. Oh, gosh. Not dead. How horrible would that be? I'd be so scared. I'd, I'd take a, a wooden stake and put it right through her heart. It's like, no. <laughs> no. No, no, no. It gave us all a fright, said Gilberto Berbera, Montoya's son. 
There were about 20 of us there. After about five hours of the wake, the coffin starts to make sounds. My mom was wrapped in sheets and hitting the coffin. You know how many people are going to go to their house as a pilgrimage? Thinking and trying to get her like spit on them or something as like holy juice. We approached. We could see she was breathing heavily. Montoya was rushed to the hospital, Brett, where she remained in serious condition as of Monday. She's going to live. Initially declared dead on Friday and now alive, Brett. Wow. She remains in a hospital in uh, somewhere in Ecuador. Uh, with a possible stroke and cardiopulmonary arrest. But my God, now the government is looking for answers, launching an investigation into the hospital. It's like, yeah, I, I guess so. Don't go to that one. Or it could be just, you know, sometimes you hear about that. Yeah. People are so, their heart beating so little, it's just barely keeping them alive. And then she's like, let me out of here. Oh, that's terrifying. That's like the plot from the uh, movie Kill Bill. Ladies and gentlemen, that is my time. I hope you enjoyed it. I know I did. Bill will be back tomorrow. It's the huge show across Michigan. That's huge.